Yeah, baby. It's Tuesday, August 9th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show without Jen Grant. Yes. Uh, another solo pod today on today's episode. Well, we break down, I break down, all alone. I've never felt so alone in all my life. I break down the last, uh, it's been almost a month since the last episode, July 11th, was the last one. So I'm, uh, I'm on here just to give a quick update, check in. Kind of kick, uh, get, get kick the rest off the old algorithms, get the machine going again. The content machine. It's been parked in the shed in the heat, in the summer heat, no less. So, I'm just here to uh, give a little uh, solo pod micro update episode, a micro episode, ma- macro dosing. I'm hammered right now. I'm shit faced. I'm fucked up. Not actually. It's Monday night, actually, right now, live and direct. It's 8.38 p.m. Eastern Time. This is being released Tuesday morning. I'm just, we're trying to get back on schedule. So much has happened since um, our last episode. I mean, where to even begin? First and foremost, we got married. We're married. This is a little loud, but uh, yes. Mr. and Mrs. Grant, I took Jen's name. Um, I don't know why that's kind of a running joke in the family. People were kind of like coming up to me and being like, "Hey, did you take on? I heard you you t- took on the name, Jen's name, as a joke." You know, when it's one of those jokes where where you feel like, "Huh, it's funny," but this is definitely something that's been said behind my back. You know what I mean? This is definitely something that's been said at my expense. It's just one of those vibes that that joke. So. So much so that, um, oh shit, I can't remember who it was. I apologize, because we've had so many interactions. I mean, the one-on-ones, the two-on-ones, the three-on-ones, the socio-interactions over the last four weeks. We're talking wedding, East Coast, all of that. Uh, There's been so I I can't remember what I've said to who, to what, to when, but... um, I lost my train of thought. It was bound to happen. I mean, I'm I'm very still scattered, still recovering from from it all. What um what was it that we were just saying? I wish Jen was here. She'd tell me things. She'd give me advice. Well, maybe you should wash it. Yes, I should wash it. You're right. What was I just saying? I feel like I should replay because I was starting to think of all the interactions I've had. Anyway, talking about the last month. Uh. Hold on. You know what? I'm pre-taping these. I can I can technically. Oh, here's what I'll do. Hold on. The video feed will continue, but I'm going to stop here and listen. Hold on. Let me play this. Hold on. The video feed will... You're right. What was I just saying? I feel like I should replay. Because I was starting to think of all the interactions I've had. Anyway, so, so much so that... Um, oh, shit. I can't remember who it was. Where you feel like, huh, it's funny, but this is definitely something that's been said behind my back. Yes. Okay, got it. Just rewound with the technology. The joke. <laughs> Fuck, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, macro dose, a micro episode. The, uh, the joke of me taking Jen's, um, Jen's name, Grant. 
Okay, so much so that, again, I don't know who this was because I've had so many interactions. That's what that's where it derailed. Uh, someone was like, so are you taking uh, Jen's name? <laughs> oh, it was just, <laughs> yeah, yes, we just had, actually, it was producer Jordan's birthday. Happy uh, birthday week to uh, producer Jordan. That's why I'm alone right now. It's, it's uh, Jordan's birthday week. Jen's uh, otherwise occupied getting back into real life. So I thought I need to get on. Again, to kick the rust off the old the content machine. Just get things lubed up again so we can ramp up our regular schedule and get back to things. But someone legitimately thought I went to we went to uh, Jordan's birthday and someone was like, Are you taking a Jen's name? And was legit serious. I was like, What's that? No, of course not. No, not of course not. He was like, oh, no, but it's 2022. You never know. I was like, this is a joke that's for sure been said behind our backs. My back. Specifically mine. But now that we're married, our... Our backs. Anyway, I think I thought that was pretty funny. Because a couple times... That joke's been made a couple times. You know you know what I mean? I'm a comic. I have, I have a thick skin, but after a while you see patterns. You go, wait, why, why is uh, that joke... Why is that a recurring theme? Anyway, not only did I take Jen's name, I took uh, her mom's name, Wati. Julian Grant Wati Dion. Triple hyphenated. Tw 20, welcome to 2022, baby. By the way, yes, I would take Jen's name. So what was that movie? Uh, fuck, they do that in a movie. It's very funny. They only find out, his friends only find out that he took the name when he's checking into a hotel. He hyphenated his name. Oh, uh, Hot Tub Time Machine. Great movie. I don't know why the rim shot, but anyway. So, we got married. It was fantastic. It was out east in New Brunswick. And um, so much, so, so many worlds colliding at the wedding. That, that's the beauty of weddings. I mean, my, my agent Mia met my mother, you know. Producer Jordan met my mother's uh, brother. It's just like so many uh, things. Wires crossed. It was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was a really fun time, and um, it was so overwhelming. I gotta I have to give credit to Jen again for all the planning. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast at lengths. I won't cover it, but I really didn't do much, and the stuff that I did was involved in that I did do. I wasn't very pleasant doing it. Uh, I complained a lot, drugged my feet. Drug my feet. That's when you shoot up heroin between the toes. Anyway, and um, a lot of family. We got to spend two weeks for the first time at our cottage in Cap Bimet, in Grand Barachois, just outside of Chiriac, uh, for the first time. We, I mean, we had spent some time there before, but it was under renovations and construction and all that. Now we actually had to, uh, we got to enjoy it, spend every day at the beach, wake up, Walk down to the beach. I mean, it was really... It, to me, it's psychotic that we don't all live by the ocean. But then you say that, and then um, the, the mid to late October rolls around. And then it's a rude awakening. It's very clear our early settlers found this place in, like, June. These places. Where I'm broadcasting from now, too, Wakefield. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? If you can tell in my in my voice, I'm nasally sick. I can't believe I'm sick again. 
It's not the vid. I tested three times, actually. The first, first time I've tested so much. Every other time I've tested, it was being positive quick right away. Bing, bing, bang. And uh, this time, no. Three times. Negatron. Captain Negatron. Here's the thing at the wedding. Oh, man. So the wedding was so fun. Again, I mean, there's so many... It's. Not, I'm not gonna reminisce and harp on it too much because if you weren't there, I mean, what's the point? But it was really. It's. It's like describing a dream or trying to describe a meme. You know what I mean? It's like it's. It's really. You had to be there. It's one of those. But uh, my brother Mike was there. Mike of the Mike Bloom Band. Yes, he was my best man, and uh, he gave a Pulitzer speech and so did my sister mayor joe and everybody was there oh my god it was just such a fun fun time where was i going with that i'm not gonna replay uh wait what what oh yeah so my speech at the beginning of the speech shows that there's 140 people at the wedding approximately plus the staff at the uh, at the place, and it was in a, uh, you know, before the wedding, before people showed up, it was like a meat locker, and they're cold. The AC units, everything was running, but you fill it up with people in one shot, and then dinner's served, and candles. By the candles on, are all on all the tables, like it's a mini fire. We eventually put out all the uh, candles because if you were to put all the candles in one like spot, it'd be this huge fire, generating heat. Well, it's that, but spread out throughout the room. Eventually, we got the heat sorted, but anyway, poorly ventilated. And um, during our speech, I opened with, uh, welcome to our super spreader wedding. As a joke. (laughs) Turns out, at least, I know, okay, in direct, directly... uh, I mean, I heard of 30 people f- minimum from the wedding that got COVID. It's, and, 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 and a bunch of other people that just got the flu. I got the flu. I mean, it would have been the third or I'm thinking even the fourth time I would have had COVID if I tested positive this time around, which is maybe the... the, the, the it seems like and if you came to the wedding, our wedding, if you had COVID before, you just got sick at the wedding... You can still hear it. It's so disgusting. My face is disgusting. It's just leaking all the time. And if you've never had COVID, you got COVID at our wedding, which um, I'm, I'm, uh, I apologize <laughs> to all of our guests, my agent's husband. I mean, all of my sisters, my nieces and nephews. I mean, so many people. It's crazy. My cousin Yvonne, who emceed the wedding. I mean, so many people, her husband. And those are just the people I heard from. I think pretty much everybody got it. It has to have been. It was so poorly ventilated in there. N- did not think this would have been a thing uh, two and a half years in. I don't know who needs to hear this right now, but we're in the middle of a pandemic. No, not actually. Do not isolate that. I don't mean that. I'm sick of everything. And literally sick still. Here's the thing, too. This is my fourth time being sick in 2022. Got COVID on December 30th and got COVID three other times after that. Twice I tested. Once, I assume it was because it was just so long. Maybe it wasn't. Point being, I'm just getting the flu now and it's lasting a long time. Is it possible I'm getting it over and over and just not... 
It's not showing up on tests or something because I've tested positive in the past. But I still have, because it seems to linger. Before a cold and flu was maybe two days, four at the max. Max, big max. And uh, now it's been, uh, so I fell ill the, the, the fucking day after the wedding. No, a week after the wedding. The Saturday, one week after the wedding. Anyway, not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but um, that's what's been going on. Got married. Oh, yes, it was exactly a week after the wedding because... So we spent a week before the wedding at the cottage and then the week after the wedding at the cottage. We decided this this will be our honeymoon. We bought a cottage on a whim two months ago as an impulse. And we're like, you know what? Forget all the honeymoons or, or gifts for the next... 20 to 25 years, the cottage is the gift for everything now. So we decided no honeymoon. And then about two days into our quote-unquote honeymoon at the uh, cottage after the wedding, we're like, you know what, this is not a honeymoon. This is a vacation. This is a post-wedding vacation. It's fun. But, I mean, we hosted people still. There was people from out of town. By the way, shout out to everybody from out of town that came to the wedding. I mean, it was such an unbelievable... um, I don't know. It's hard to receive. Sometimes I feel like I need to be a better receiver in life. Because everyone that came into town, I'm like, are you sure? I mean, are you why? Are you here? But I really appreciate it. But we hosted a couple of days, two, three, four days into uh, after the wedding. So it was a lot of socializing. And where our cottage is, it's surrounded by my best of friends. I mean, I'm telling you, all of my inner circle out east of close personal best best friends all have cottages where we bought our place anyway who cares this is content content this is just an update again I'm kick, kicking off the rust off the old algorithms off the old content machine getting her lubed up this is what this episode is. Just a little update. We're married. Mr. and Mrs. Grant. Uh, oh, so I got sick this Saturday after the wedding, exactly one week, and we had to leave on Sunday. This was a nightmare day. Listen to this. Let me regale you with this day. So Saturday, last week, what was it? I don't know. It doesn't matter the date. It would have been the 30th. July 30, 31st, 30th, 30th, last Saturday, a week after the wedding, 31st, whatever, doesn't matter, that weekend, July, last weekend of July, we were leaving the cottage, we, we had been there for two weeks, so there's stuff everywhere, there's food in all of the cabinets, there's clothes in every nook and cranny, just things left, personal belongings everywhere, chargers plugged in, just stuff all over the place. We've been in the, living there for two weeks. We have we have Airbnb tenants coming in on the Sunday, August thirty first, July thirty first, checking in, three p.m. We have to be out. We have to drive. We actually have to drive back on the thirty first, so it works out. So Saturday, we we're like. It's such a social place. I would describe it as like an all-inclusive resort, but with cottages. Actually, Erica Sigurdsson, friend of the show, friend, uh, our dear friend, Jen's BFF, she was at the wedding. She came to the cottage. She described it as a um, 
like a high end trailer park, up 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 upper scale. By the way, and by upper scale means there's just no wheels. It's not that much really bigger than a trailer. But anyway, so much fun. You walk around with drinks. You just go around from proper like everyone's just out patios. Anyway, shit. Last day. There's people all all around, and it's our last day, so it's a big. We're we're doing it straight from the morning. Go to the beach, start day drinking. Which, by the way, that's another whole other thing I need to get under. My, I I need to figure out this drinking thing. It's been it's so out of hand right now. The wedding leading up to was all stress, and then it was the wedding. Now it's like, well, it's post wedding. I'm still in the honeymoon phase. I'm just drinking way too much. Anyway. So this Saturday, we wake up, we go to the beach, we're having drinks, we're like, okay, and in the back of our minds, Jenny and I, we're like, we have to go back and um, pack for tomorrow. We need to, again, there's food in every cupboard, there's stuff everywhere, clothes, wet towels, there's, every bed has been slept in, even though it's just the two of us, we had people over, we've got bunk beds, the top bunk, everything, there's just... I have to fix the outdoor shower. I have to change locks on the shed. I have to amalgamate garbages. There's a lot that needs to be done on the mental to-do list. And it's all and I'm not writing shit down. That's another thing. I'm just like, we I have all this stuff to do. And it's Saturday, we're drinking. And I'm like, uh-oh. So Jenny, being the responsible one, is like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to the cottage. Just just start packing stuff, just throwing stuff in bags and boxes and just sort of Getting and we we have two cars. We took separate cars because we had so much stuff to bring down. And she was picking up her sister in Fredericton, two hours away, on Sunday morning at nine thirty a.m. So it's now Saturday afternoon. We're like drinking. She goes, starts roughly packing. I start to not feel that great. I'm starting to like sound like I'm sounding now nasally, but then like a little feverish, achy. You know that cold, hot, cold. You've got the shivers, but cold sweats, and I start feeling that way. We have a barbecue. There's people around. I'm like, oh, my God, fuck. I hit a major wall where I'm just like, I need to sleep. I need to absolutely just go to bed right now. So Jenny and I make a a pact. We go, let's get up at like 4 a.m. It's right right now. It's 7 p.m. Saturday. We've got hours of stuff to do. I mean, packing and cleaning because we've got Airbnb tenants checking in. Packing is enough after two weeks, let alone getting a cottage ready for tenants, new people. So um, we go, let's just go to bed. It's like seven or eight o'clock. Um, let's just sleep. We'll wake up at like 4 a.m. naturally because, I mean, we're going to sleep all night. And we'll just wake up and do everything in the morning. Leave by, you can, if you leave by eight, pick up your sister by 10. She'll only be waiting there for about a half hour. Be all right. I'll be not too far behind you and we'll, we'll get her done. But I'm not feeling great. And now it's like, I'm really not feeling good. And I'm in bed. It's, it's I remember actually, it was exactly nine o'clock. I'm, I feel, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. I'm just awful. I have to wake up, pack everything, clean the cottage, make it mint condition, fix the outdoor shower, change the locks on the shed, amalgamate the garbage, jump in the car with the dog and leave. And drive 11 and a half hours home. I wake up. We both wake up at 7.30 on Sunday morning. At this point, if Jen left at that moment, she would be arriving at her sister at exactly 9.30 the time that she was supposed to be there. Still had to pack everything. Cupboards full of food. Clothes in every nook and cranny. 
sand everywhere. And, uh, I mean, it's by the ocean. And um, I have to fix the outdoor shower. I'll wake up, 7.30, and I have a fever at this point. I'm achy. I feel, I feel like death. Like, fuck, I feel like shit. Freak out. Freaking out. What are we going to do? We start, and it's overwhelming. My parents. Call my parents to the rescue. Yes. They're saints. They'll do anything. Call them up. I go, Mom, we're overwhelmed. We have all this stuff to do. And they know what we have to do. They get it. And, and they know people have to check in. And they show up. My mom with her vacuum cleaner and my dad. And they just throw everything in box, boxes and bags and pack, pack Jenny's car. She leaves. She ended up her sister waited a good hour plus. I'm just like I'm just like dragging my feet. I'm lifeless. I'm a, I'm the shell of a man. It's unbelievable. And so um, how shitty I feel. I mean, just like death. I do the bare minimum basically. I'm just throwing stuff together, and I'm doing the thing where, and I'm still. Uh, uh, fucking going through all of my stuff, finding things randomly, thinking I forgot something because I was just throwing everything, no rhyme or reason. Car charger, or phone charger in the bag with the, the socks and the underwear, the my fucking, you name it. It's just a mess. Mixed and match, everything, no rhyme or reason. And uh, my toiletries, my toothbrush was like with, with, uh, in the cooler, floating around in the ice. Took me that long to think of another one. I'm not well. Anyway, um, pack everything, and my parents just they went through the, the 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 cottage like a reverse Tasmanian devil. It just was spotless. I fixed the outdoor shower, this that and the other. Got in the car, drove. I drove eleven and a half hours with a fever. You know that feeling where everything hurts and you legitimately just want to end your life? Like you'd do anything for it. You'd put, you start contemplating how much, how like what the, the people that you would leave behind, like how hurt they would be. Like, yeah, they're fucked. Shit, were they reeled back? All, like you, 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 you cannot possibly imagine. It was the most insane mental test I've ever gone through. I experienced every emotion known to man. I screamed, laughed, cried in the car, everything. And you know what's crazy? I just power bombed just down the highway. I had Gordy with me. He was asleep. I had all the windows down. He was just frolicking in the wind. If you put, I noticed if you put all the windows down, I discovered he just sleeps on his bed in the wind, doesn't care. It was great. I counted every kilometer, every minute. On the GPS, I would drive, and I'd be like, "I can't believe it's only been forty-eight minutes. I have ten hours, fifty-two minutes to go." It was crazy. Every inch of that highway, I counted. That the moment of getting home and sliding into my bed, feeling those cold, clean sheets untouched for two weeks, sliding into my comfortable bed. That that feeling. It was my North Star. I mean, I couldn't... Wait. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it when I made it home. I almost stopped. Jenny told me she called, called me. By the way, now that we're married, I'm calling her Jenny. Do you notice? I never uh, really did that before on the show, but Jenny it is. 
Um, but we're having fun here. What was I doing? Yeah. Oh, she's like, stop and get a hotel or a motel with the dog. That It would have been nice, you know. Stop around 4 or 5 p.m. with the dog, get it in a little motel. I love motels on the road. I mean, it depends where. A city motel sucks, but along the drive between Ottawa and Moncton, Shidiac, there's so many little places in New Brunswick and Quebec, motels, where you drive right up to the door of your room and you go right in there. There's something about it. Maybe that says a lot about my psyche. Maybe I need to aim bigger in life. But I am motel happy. If I'm in a motel, I'm happy as a clam. It's usually got like a thin, it's either, it's either like purples, like a purple floral thing or like oranges, like uh, earth tones, autumn colors, the thin comforter that's perfectly fitted to the bed. It hasn't been washed since 1977. I mean, the things that have happened on that thing. Anyway, the point is we're married now. I love motels. Now that we're married, our podcast, we're going to have to change the description of the podcast. And we fall into another uh, category of um, the sinks are always really small and motel bathrooms too, really small. Often the water's not drinkable for some reason. It's often a little tiny sink and the pressure is really strong. Little motel, little motel sink, you turn the sink on, the water, you get wet. It just flies everywhere. Every shit motel, I love it. Anyway, the um, we're now co-hosts. We're wife and husband and wife podcast co-hosts. We fall into another category, I think. We fall into a category of podcasts where you go, it's a wife and husband podcast. I, I, I hope there's a younger person that's running the equipment. Is, is anyone turning the machine on for them? That's what it sounds like. Before, it's like boyfriend and boyfriend and girlfriend, comedian co-hosts a podcast is like i don't know there's an edge to it husband and wife podcast sounds old doesn't it anyway i'm i'm thrilled by the way i recommend getting married if you're in a long-term relationship i mean you know five plus seven eight ten twelve thirteen or thirteen and a half years get married it's so much fun I legitimately thought forever it was just like, that's a formality for us. We don't care. We're already married, right? But you do it and you go, turns out this formality is a fun, fun, special, incredible thing. I re-fell in love with Jen. I didn't think, Jenny, I didn't think it was possible. How could you, how could you after 13 years, how could you fall in love more? But it, it's, I recommend it. It's, you know, usually people get married between like, I don't know, 18 months, three years. That's sort of like the average, maybe in society. Five years at the most is late. Starting to be late. 13, anybody over eight, nine, if you're thinking you're of, you're of not doing it, because like, wow, we've been together nine years. We have a home together. We have pets. We've built a life. Trust me, get married. I recommend it. I love it. I fell in love with Jen, and that's the thing. Not fell in love with Jen. All over again, is what I'm saying. But the, um, the, the, the thing is, you plan it. Well, she does a lot of the planning. Let's be honest, I show up. 
You plan it. It's a lot of details. You're stressed out leading up to. And then it actually comes the day of. And and you're you're there. You're sitting, standing at the altar. Best man, best man is there. And all the groomsmen, everybody's there. And But you haven't really thought of that moment until it happens. Because leading up to it is there's so much planning and logistics and making sure everything runs smoothly. And we've talked about this on the podcast too. I've legitimately had a fear of uh, of bombing the wedding. Even though I didn't do anything. It's all Jenny. But you plan and plan and want everyone to have a good time. And you don't actually think of what it all means and what you're there for and the, the actual moment. And so I'm standing there and it's like, you're kind of like in this headspace of like, this is fun and it's special. And then I turn around. And I see Jen walk into the church, arm in arm with Bron, her dad, and tunnel vision. And it's ju- I just see her. And it's just like that moment. It's, it's like, oh yeah, fuck. You completely forget. That's what it all is about. Because leading up to that moment, you know that moment is going to happen. In fact, you... Inter- internalize it and you kind of uh, watch it from the outside looking in you go oh man everyone's going to be looking at me and my reaction and like it's going to be like a um, you know mushy moment where everybody's like watching and that's weird you think about that going into it but when it actually happens when it happens you could give two fucks about any of that you don't there's no self-consciousness you don't feel oh what how am I being perceived? It does, none of that matters. And you get tunnel vision. And there she is. And I didn't know what her dress was going to look like or looked like. I had no clue. Everything was a surprise. And that whole moment, you go, oh, you forget what it's for. And it's that moment right there. And when she walked down the aisle, You have to remember, 13 years in, keep in mind, you feel and know that you've seen all of the scenarios that you'll see this person in. The highest of highs, the lowest of lows, but this is a whole other thing. This happens once. This is a whole other thing. And so it's like tunnel vision. And the the time she walks from the back of the church to the front, it's a long, and it's just the two of you. That's it. Everyone else disappears. And she's so stunning. And you're seeing her. I was seeing her for the first time in a way I've never seen her or could have imagined. Before that, you go, imagine Jen playing badminton. Done. Imagine Jen skiing. You can I picture in all the scenarios. You know what I mean? Like I can picture her in everything because we've gone been through everything together. Not in a wedding dress. Walking down the aisle. You can't, you can't imagine that until it happens, and you kind of forget about that part. You forget about it all. You could, and then you have tunnel vision in that moment. That that was probably the best part of the wedding for me. The walk from from watching her come out of the sunlight in indoors in the beautiful church where I grew up in Skidook, and watch her walk down the aisle. And there's no one, no one else in the world. It's right there. And you, and then, 
And then she gets to the front and you go, oh yeah, that's what it was that, that for that. All of that was for that. It was for that. It's fucking worth it. All of it. You go, wow. Why didn't we not do this before? A, but B, I'm so glad we're doing it. And that it's not just a formality. It is a f- phenomenal, beautiful thing where you get, uh, you marry your best friend, then you get COVID. <laughs> I don't have COVID for the record, but if, if I didn't, I would. Anyway. And then you kind of forget the regular world that has been happening. Excuse me, that's the thing too. I've been feeling like, I'm like, why isn't like the whole world on vacation? I'm, it's wedding month. If you think like, you know how you feel special on birthdays? Imagine a wet when you're wedding. A wet wedding? Anyway, there's uh, the... But no, world uh, life continues. Oh, by the way, let me just do this real quick. This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by... Um, that's right. Oh, we have a new sponsor, by the way. This episode is brought to you by... Get this. Gringo's Blazing Sauces, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. They're back. Head on over. They're back in production. They moved operations from Ottawa to Saskatoon or um, Regina Beach. Not Saskatoon. Regina Beach. What am I? What's 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 going on? Are you me? I know. You're right. Thank you, Jordan. Um, yeah, they're back in operation. Head on over to um 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 um. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Enter promo code JD5 for 5% off. I mean, I can't I can't say enough good things. He, Doug is back in production. Gringos is back up and running and better than ever. They sent us a case of stuff. I mean, this stuff, I mean, no preservatives. They use fresh squeezed lime juice to preserve their salsas. And so you feel it it has that fresh on the beach Mexico flavor. Uh, the hot sauces are, are an, in a whole other category. I mean, do yourself a favor. Head on over to gringosblazingsauces.com. Enter promo code JD5 for 5% off at checkout. And free shipping in Canada, I believe. I could be making that part up, but I think that's what it is. Can you hear it in my voice? The struggle fest? The struggle puss? My voice. Uh, anyway, whatever. My voice, uh, I get no respect. Uh, my voice, my voice, I get no respect. <sighs> I miss um, Jenny and Jordan. Aww. It's just, a little, it's just a more f- like back and forth, like there's more banter. You know, like the topics I bring up solo are fun and fine, but oh my God, could we ever milk these things if there was someone else here with me commonwealth games i don't know i don't i don't really follow i i mean i'm again i've said this on the show before i'm the worst kind of sports fan i'm a bandwagon sports fan bandwagon 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 french I'm a playoff fan. I won't. I I love playoff sports, but I won't follow regular season. Don't even talk to me about exhibition. Practice? You gonna talk to me about practice? 
the Commonwealth 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 Games were in um Oh shit in the UK where was it in uh, oh, come on it doesn't matter where were the Commonwealth Games Birmingham the anyway I saw this highlight I th- I and again shout out to TikTok for showing me fun things. And opening my eyes and um, teaching me things, learning. Tick-t- I'm a big TikTok guy now. Follow me. I've sp- I don't put much out, and I'm all of my videos are big time flops. But follow me nonetheless. Let's build a little community. I love it. TikTok, right back at you. Um, I saw this on TikTok. I think it was ESPN or something. Scottish runner Eilish McColgan. Um, the specifically, uh, this was, so I was watching the track and field. That's not true. I just admitted I wasn't watching it. I saw the highlights. I just admitted. Why am I saying I was watching? I wasn't watching any of it. I saw the highlight on TikTok, looked it up, thought, oh my God. I cried full well up. Thought, this is something. Let me talk about it. That's it. Eilish McColgan. Um, First of all, the times they run these races are insane. The 10,000 meter, which is a 10K in 30 minutes. It's crazy. The men run it in 26. Not to say, but 26 minutes is psychotic for a 10,000 meter, a 10K. That's crazy. I like anything under an hour, like hovering around an hour. I'm impressed. 30 minutes? Anyway, Eilish McColgan is a runner, track and field. She's Scottish. She's been um, she's been placing and doing pretty good. But here's the thing about her. Her mother won the 10,000 meter at the Commonwealth Games. She ran the 10,000 meter uh, the gold for Scotland in 86 and again in 1990. And... Um, I'm just going to show you the the race. Why am I wasting your time and mine? Even the audio, okay, the, the, the guy that calls this race is just, I mean, that's an art in itself. The broadcasters that are doing this, phenomenal. And I discovered a couple. I'll play a couple more because uh, there's, depending on where you watch it, you get different people calling the, uh, the race. And um, she was not the favorite to win. She was um, up against, I think, the f- a five-time cr- uh, world cross-country uh, champion who was favored to win. Shit, what's her name? doesn't matter. I can't... It, I mean, it matters, but I can't... Uh, I didn't pull up the details. We'll, we'll hear it in the call. Here. Let's just watch the last minute of this race. This is in a stadium in Birmingham with 22,000 people. Keep in mind, as loud as the crowd is it, you cannot begin to make to like it doesn't begin to do it justice but um here it is and by the way i'm just going to play this i don't care if it's long it's one of the great moments happened last week i think on thursday or friday 
And um, here it is. The World Cross Country Champion from 2017 is under real pressure here by the Scot, who is going to receive an almighty roar from the crowd when she comes round to hear the bell. Very tough moment for Elish McColgan this. How do you decide when to go? Because I think she looks far the better of the two. Does she go hard here from 500 metres out? They're coming towards the bell. McColgan here looks to have the speed, but Chetai stubbornly holding that inside line and raising her game. It's a wonderful battle between the heavyweights as they reach one lap to go. Listen to the noise from the crowd here as they take the bell in the final of the women's 10,000 metres. Irene Chetai. The world cross-country champion from five years ago, desperately trying to pull away from Ailish McColgan, who's putting in one of the bravest performances of her career, desperate to follow in the mighty footsteps of her mum, who's won this title not once but twice, and she still hasn't been broken. What a battle here. Chet Dyke is giving this absolutely everything, and somehow McColgan staying with her. Less than 200 to go, and we still don't know who's taking the gold. McColgan's had a silver in the Europeans, but this would be incredible. Chetai accelerates again. Pain etched on both their faces, side by side, shoulder to shoulder. Who wants it the most? Listen to the crowd. This is absolutely incredible. History is being rewritten here in Birmingham in spectacular fashion. Elish McColgan is the Commonwealth champion, just like her mum was back in 1986. She's I mean. beaten the former World Cross Country champion to do it. This is the performance of her lifetime. All that work, all those miles for all those years, and she has become the champion. That was spectacular. Kipritich takes the bronze, but it's McColgan who takes the headlines here. That was incredible. Ooh, I mean, uh, see what I mean by the guy calling the race? How un unbelievable. I mean, it just adds to it. But what a moment. And it's great for uh, the sport. It's great for track and field. It's great for the Commonwealth Games. It's great for Scotland. It's great for her. I mean, for... Uh, and, of course, you can go on Twitter and you can see a lot of people did split screens of her and then her mom. Oh, and... Oh, she's here. Actually, there's the footage here. She's, her mom is here. Hold on. Let me, let me play. Let me play a little more. I'll fast forward to... Uh, she had to battle for it down the home straight, didn't she? When her mother won 1991 world title in Tokyo. Let me see here. She, uh, where is it? Second. She's got to start focusing on a marathon pretty soon. And there is the embrace between mother and daughter. Two proven champions. History does repeat itself. Liz, I mean, it's pretty normal for me. It. And I'm not sure Ailish. It's pretty normal for me to cry at that, right? Hello? Well, maybe you should wash it? No, that was loud. Um, anyway, I was watching that the other, the other day and I was bawling. Bawling. And, uh, okay, so then I became fascinated with the... Um, the people that call it like the different oh shit I had it queued up but it uh, I don't know which broadcaster that was or 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 who but this was from the BBC and this one the audience 
like the crowd sounds a little bit louder. Hold on, coming up here. Anyway, just go down to Twitter wormhole and Ailish Ailish McColgan. Ailish McColgan. You you'll just uh yeah, it's a great story. Obviously. Oh, here it is. Different guy calling it. This is going to be a long run for home. Shaktai is throwing everything out there. So McCorgan is hanging on. 300 meters to go. Shaktai looks at the screen. She sees the tall blue figure of Ailish McCorgan just a meter behind. 200 meters to go. Ailish McCorgan has the whole crowd on her side. Everybody wishing her. Listen to the crowd. I mean, I'm crying now. An incredible race. Literally crying. It's been a record breaking year for her. <laughs> She's just got another one. That's the game's record, as well as the gold medal, as well Woo. as the um, Jesus. Whew. Right? <sighs> I guess that makes me feel better because it means I'm not an animal and I still feel things. Anyway, I think, uh, I think I'm going to end on that. Just do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and YouTube Ailish McColgan and go on Twitter. Follow her on Twitter and uh, check it out. Hey, this has been uh, a solo pod, a fun little, um, just uh, just me little thing. Thank you so much, um, Jenny. I, um, I mean, I miss you, and uh, I love you. I love you too. I don't know why that voice, Jordan. I miss you. I love you too. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. Um. Anyway, we'll be back on Wednesday. That's tomorrow with a brand new episode with the whole crew here. And uh, until then, that's it. Oh, no after show today. But why don't you do me a favor? Do me a solid and head on over to patreon.com slash jdshowpod and uh, sign up. We do monthly. We do the after show, which is um, it's a whole other show. The Julian Neon after show with Jen Grant. It's a whole other show. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but um, I mean the drum roll. I know what the tagline means. It means it's the whole of the show because a, a lot of other podcasts, they'll release Patreon episodes and then eventually they'll release them on YouTube for the general public and the cheapies. We don't. We leave them up there. So because of that, we've named names. We've gossiped. We do Mariah or Yoko. We have a fun time. It's a whole other show. So, And if you sign up, you check uh, check it out. There's about eight or nine, or no, uh, 17. Back, sorry, I can't multitask. I was scratching my ear. 17 backlog episodes up there now. We do them every week after the show, the Julian Dion after show with Jen Grant and Jordan Grant. It's a whole other show. No after show today because I'm alone. I mean, what am I, what am I going to do? Beat off? That's, that's my only fans.
All right. Appreciate it. We're doing this dry, if you haven't noticed. Uh, no music, because we keep getting dinged for copyright on YouTube. And we're trying to build the YouTube. Even though I don't really care, they keep telling me video is the future. And so for that reason, I um, we, we, we're trying to build their YouTube channel. We have so many listeners, audio listeners. And I personally, I prefer listening to the show when I actually... I do listen. I'm a fan. Ugh. Ugh. I'll edit that part out. No, but when I do listen, I prefer to listen than to watch. But I do the video, comp uh, the video component for because I, people say the video that video is the future. Anyway, this week you get two back-to-back -back episodes. It's uh, well, right now it's Monday night for me, but it, you're, this is being released Tuesday morning. For your listening pleasure. And then later today, I'm going to record another one for tomorrow. With the whole crew, though. With everybody, though. All right. That's it. Thank you. And uh, good night. Good night now.